We continue with Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. I'm still Jeffrey, and you know who Ella is. The best, if not one of the best, singers in a studio. She did amazing things, sometimes recording entire albums in one afternoon and evening. She did not need to take her time. In fact, once she recorded two albums back to back, one day right after the other. Brilliant. But there was something special when you got to see Ella perform live. She was playful on stage. She was funny on stage because she felt the energy from the audience and gave that energy right back to them. It was a symbiotic love affair as the audience and Ella just sort of intertwined. It was brilliant to watch. It was brilliant to be in the middle of, and it was brilliant to listen to. Now we're going to do something here from the Cole Porter songbook, but it's not the Cole Porter songbook arrangement. This is another time where she asked a different arranger to take one of those songs and do it differently. I love this arrangement. I love it because of the way it's structured, that the tune starts with a walking bass. And you think she's going to sing something and she starts to sing it. And then she tells you she's fooling you and comes back with the song she actually wants us to listen to. This is a Marty Page arrangement. I love Marty. We were friends. I believe he was a brilliant arranger who made the most with little in that there was not an extraneous note or chord or instrument. He could make six pieces sound like a full orchestra or he could make a full orchestra sound intimate. Well, why should I tell you about it when I just play it for you? We are in Montreux, Switzerland, and it's all right. Good night. Thank you. Big noise came from in when not Big noise went right out again. That's all you get. It's the wrong time and the wrong place. Though your face is charming, it's the wrong place. If it's not his face, well, it's such a charming place that it's all right with me. It's the wrong song with the wrong style. Though your smile is lovely, it's the wrong smile. It's not his smile, but such a lovely smile that it's all right with me. It's all right, it's all right with me. Oh, 
And that was Ella and Cole Porter, and it's all right with me. One of the things that is special about the Cole Porter songbook and Ella and Cole, quite often she would resurrect obscure titles. She would save them from becoming unknown. This time the song is Miss Otis Regrets, and it came about in a very strange way. Cole, just to keep his chops up, would get up every day, cup of coffee and a cigarette, sit at the piano, and write a song just to say and practice of writing songs. He didn't want his chops to grow rusty. And he wrote this song. Miss Otis Regrets was just that. It was an exercise to, to keep his chops going. And we must give credit to Buddy Bregman, who although his arrangements sometimes are not as imaginative as we would have liked, Buddy was there to really help Ella. Buddy's uncle was Julie Stein, the composer. Buddy was a world-traveled person, an educated person. Ella, her background didn't have any of that in it. And Cole Porter's lyrics can sometimes be sophisticated, sexually suggestive, and discussing the lives of wealthy people and society people. And Buddy was very good at explaining the songs to Ella, helping her to imagine them, helping her to give them a storyline because Ella was a good actress in her singing. She knew how to let you know what the lyrics meant. And once she got it, she owned it. So we're going to thank Buddy, but we're not going to use his arrangement. We are instead going to travel to Carnegie Hall in 1973. This live performance is with Tommy Flanagan and the quartet with Joe Pass on guitar. This is an arrangement by Frank Duvall that Ella had done in the middle 60s. Ella had been ill, and you're going to hear in her voice, not quite as smooth, not quite as controlled, but haunting. Haunting is the best way I can talk about her performance here of Miss Otis Regrets. Thank you so much. You that. All right. <laughs> A little briefer between the loud ones and a little something soft. All right. Miss Otis regrets she's unable to lunch today. Madam, Miss Otis regrets she's unable to lunch today. She is sorry to be delayed But last evening down in Lover's Lane She strayed Madam Miss Otis regrets she's unable to lunch today When she woke up and found that her dream of love had gone, Madame, she ran to the Under her 
She drew a gun and shot her lover down. Madam, Miss Otis regrets she's unable to lunch today when the mob came and got her and dragged her from the jail madam they strung her So who does regret that she's unable to lunch? Ooh, Miss Otis won't be here to dig That was Miss Otis Regrets, Carnegie Hall in 1973. I am still Jeffrey Mark, and this is Jeffrey Mark Frazella. Thank you so much. I am excited to tell you that Jeffrey Mark Ella has a Facebook page. You want to talk about the show or tell me things you'd like to hear? We'd love to hear from you. I want to tailor this show to please you the same way Ella would tell her her shows to please her fans. Our philosophy is the same. Again, the address. Jeffrey Mark Quinzella. As I said earlier, I love listening to Ella Fitzgerald singing live. We're going to do some more for you here. This time we're visiting the middle 1960s. In the middle 60s, from 65 to 67, into 1968 actually, Ella worked a lot with the great Duke Ellington Orchestra. They did a studio album in 1965 with things Ella had not recorded before. They recorded so much of her live that this whole box sets of them working together in this period. And then Ella did a television special in 1968 featuring the Duke Ellington Orchestra. 
So we have here another Marty Page arrangement played by the Ellington Orchestra. And you're going to hear a little mistake in Ella because they'd written her some special material. And in the lyrics of the song, as she's put them together, she's going to refer to some of the pop icons of the moment, like the marriage and celebrated romance of Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, the 007 James Bond movies, and Sonny and Cher, only she mispronounces the word Cher completely, which always makes me giggle a little bit. I love this arrangement. It really is the perfect blend of the singer, the song, and the arrangement. I don't think people talk enough when, when we talk about music and singers. If the singer is wonderful, it doesn't matter what the musicians are playing. Not at all. In fact, if the arrangement isn't right, it doesn't matter how good the singer is. The arrangement must serve the singer and it must serve the song. So it's the right song, the right arrangement, and the right singer that builds careers. And this is the perfect blend of all of that. This is 1966. It's Let's Do It. When the little blue bird who has never said a word starts to sing, spring, spring. When the little blue bell in the bottom of the dell starts to ring, ding, ding. When the little blue clerk in the middle of his work sings a song to the moon above, it is nature that's all simply telling us to fall in love. And that's why birds do it, bees do it. Even educated, please do it on. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. In Spain, the best upper sets do it. A Lithuanian. the fins folks in Siam do it think of Siamese twins of Argentines without means do it people say in Boston even beans do
bring me, bring me shad roll. Come on and bring me. Wonderful Duke Ellington Orchestra. I must tell you a little something about that song before we move on. The original lyrics to Let's Do It were racist. I won't even tell you what the lyrics are because I don't talk like that. Happily, Mr. Porter, by protest of some singers, rewrote the lyrics into what you just heard. So applause, applause, applause for Mr. Porter. And how nice that we don't have to not listen to that song just because the lyrics were really, really unhappy lyrics. I also love that she brought such excitement to songs like these. I want to go back to that Riddle album we were talking about a little while ago, the Dream Dancing album. This is one of the cuts that she recorded in 72, whereas Dream Dancing was recorded in 78 all released together on one album. It's another Cole Porter song that many of you may not have heard before. It was written for Ethel Merman originally in the musical Red Hot and Blue. It was kind of a follow-up to the song I Get a Kick Out of You that Mr. Porter had written for Miss Merman for the musical Anything Goes. Uh, I, I hope you like this. I hope you learn to love it. Not very many people have recorded it, but this is Ella and Nelson Riddle and the Cole Porter song, Down in the Depths on the 90th Floor. With a million neon rainbows burning below me And a million blazing taxis raising a roar Here I sit Above the town in my pet plated gown, down in the depths on the ninetieth floor. While the crowds in all the nightclubs punish the parkade, and the bars are packed with couples calling for more. I'm deserted and depressed In my regal eagle nest Down in the depths On the 90th floor When the only one 
enjoy down in the depths i love that song well i've got one more for you the song is a hit it's a huge hit depending upon where you are from you tell me is it a hit or is it a mix let's find out hi i'm chris gethard and i'm very excited to tell you about beautiful anonymous a podcast where i talk to random people on the phone i tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous hi i'm chris gethard and i'm very excited to tell you about beautiful anonymous a podcast where i talk to random people on the phone i tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call you talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous